Welcome to So Far So Rare. I'm joined by my friend Hoodwink. Hoodwink, it's been a while. When were you last on the podcast? Have you been on once or twice? Uh, once before. It was quite early, though. A long time. Maybe one of your first ten episodes, I think. It's a long time ago. I always lean on people I can trust for the first ten. Ah, good man. I don't know why you picked me. <laughs> so, for anyone listening, we have a lot to talk about today. We've got a few talking points. Uh, I've got my story of the week. We've got pump permission, where Hoodwink's going to pump three players for us. Hoodwink's also going to give us a feature he'd add to the game. A few of your questions. The Cap Cup. See how MLS card guy got on last week. And then we'll wrap up. So, the first talking point. Straight out the bat. I'm just launching in. No more dilly-dally this week. Uh, Jay Fraz, this is kind of coming from a question, but we're, we're going to take a few questions into talking points this week because it's been a strangely quiet week. Despite the so-rare markets going through a dip, do you still enjoy the game as much as you did when you started? Do you? Um, I definitely do. Cause, I mean, when I started, I was I was hopeless anyway. Um, I was just didn't really know what I was doing anyway, mm-hmm. so I was just picking up random players. Um when I got used to the game, do I enjoy it as much as when I was actually really getting into it? I do. Um, I think, and then I think my gallery is as good as it was when I was competing. Like I won, mm. I won two rare divisions last year, which I can't imagine doing like in the in the near future. So in terms of enjoyment, definitely. In terms of being competitive, I don't think I'm there. But that's through like me. Yeah. Me cutting down my gallery, basically. Um, but in terms of enjoyment, I think there's so much, there's so many tournaments that you can play. Um, that no matter how big your gallery is or how small it is, yeah, you can easily get involved and in start with a free to play. Which I, I play them, but mainly they're just to use with my limiteds or you know to use in cap two twenty and that kind of thing. Um, limiteds are. I did enjoy a wee bit, but I recently got out of them. Um, so I'm mainly playing rares now. Uh, and it's probably actually, in terms of my gallery, it's probably the happiest I've been in a wee while mm. in my gallery. And it means I can compete for rewards. I'm not competing for podiums or anything like that, but I can back to competing for rewards again. Uh, so for me, in terms of like gallery value and stuff like that, I know that's what a lot of people are kind of worried or even complaining about it. Mm. it's not something I look at like it I've, I've probably not actually been that affected either because my gallery is mostly set up for summer like Asia MLS uh, South America so in terms of I didn't really look at the financial side of it anyway I just play for yeah. fun and I I'm, I enjoy it I wouldn't say more but probably just as much as I ever have because there's as yeah. I say, there's so many options um and in terms of my gallery, it's where kind of where I want it to be, mm. as a as a point for the next six to nine months, and then kind of build it for that. So I'd say, yeah, definitely, I know. Um, there's a lot. There's, as I say, there's loads of modes. Some people think it's too many now because there's yeah. hundred. Like the, it can be a a bit of a. When you just look at all these one thing, it'd be a, I suppose if you're quite new, it could be quite confusing with the, the amount that are there. But I think it's it's great that you can pick and choose for so many. And well, just... that's, that's sorry, I'm buttoning, but that's what I was going to say in terms of enjoyment. I think it's as fun as it's ever been, because while it's as confusing as it's ever been in some ways, 
I feel like there's never been a time where it makes sense doing as many cards. And like I'm not selling off rewards that I would have sold off before. Maybe because there's a dip, but equally because I'm thinking he could be a class we pick for cap two twenty, cap two forty some week when mm-hmm. the fixture's right. And I just want that depth now to try and yield those thresholds across the board. Like I've just wanna like I love picking up we tier five, tier four, tier three super rares because you know, they could be the difference in that cap two forty some week. Mm-hmm. Um so I think the game for me anyway is as fun as it's ever been. I've got more lineups than ever. This lineup setting is more of a headache. I mean, there's definitely a tipping point, and I do wish in some ways that I had less players and more duplicates, if that makes sense. Like, the mm-hmm. same amount of cards, but duplicates, because it's very firmly at the point where I have way too many cards to actually keep on track of and set my lineups. I probably take an hour and a half uh, for a weekend. I probably take an hour and a half and then I line up, build live or whatever for another 20 minutes. And then I probably tinker for a further 30 minutes to an hour after the like Friday news or whatever. Because all it takes is one, two, three players out and you have to rejig the whole thing. So it's probably taken me the guts of three hours on lineups every week for the, the weekend. And that's fun. And don't get me wrong, I love picking big lineups. It's great crack. But it's a bit of a headache whenever you can't get the news on some random guy from the second division in Spain. Or do you know what I mean? It gets a little bit like, oh I'm sick of this. I, I really don't know where to look. Um thankfully I think for me that's why I left one of the reasons why I've stopped playing limited because I like having like when I've actually been most successful it's been having a smaller gallery with kind of better players, which sounds makes sense obviously, but when I'd limited I was buying you know, you, 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 they're a couple of pounds, so you'd just be like, oh, he's good, he's good. He's, I'm missing that for the week. Pick him up. Mm. And when I've got, like, say I've got six or seven limited um, squads every week, I'm trying to get in, and it's so hard to win in limited. So even for the chance to win tier 50p, tier fives, and that kind of thing, it was kind of, like, try to keep an eye on like, I like to keep an eye on my players. I like to watch them live and, you know, yeah. get the notifications through, so their data, so for score, that kind of thing. <clears throat> so if, when I was having 10, 11 teams, it was just, I guess, for me, it was far too much. I prefer having a, a small, and I think I do prefer having a smaller gallery. <laughs> if someone Can offered you, you a bigger gallery, you'd take it though. <laughs> I, I didn't even mean like a bigger, I just mean like, like if I had, Volume. if I could get seven or eight rare teams, that's yeah. kind of something I care about more and it's, you know, in rares I kind of go for players that I trust rather than players that are just filling gaps because mm. they're easy to do. So I think for me, it's fun having all the players and all the teams and following all the games because everyone's obsessed with football so you just, you love it anyway. But I think I for me, it kind of took away a wee bit of the fun where I was, you know, keeping an eye on 100 players a week or something silly. Just Yeah. I think like the button again on that, like, Something I'm finding is when it, maybe two years ago, a year and a half ago, when I had a third of the players, a quarter of the players, every player seemed to matter more. So I would be more inc- like I'd be like, oh my god, if Tyon Cook Miners playing today, I have to watch that game, mm-hmm. or oh, oh my god, my big guy Danny Parejo's playing, I have to watch that game. Whereas now, when I have so many players, it's almost like no one's that special anymore. Mm. It's kind of like a crapshoot. It's like one of them will land. You know, one of these lineups will come in. And it'll be uh, like, oh, we'll see. And then it, it normally my sweat or like my want to watch a game 
can wait until the Sunday or Monday games. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before it used to be like, oh, I've got three lineups. Oh, who's playing tonight? Whereas now I'm just kind of like, let the Friday ones go, let the Saturday ones go, and let's see what shit sticks. And then we'll get excited. So maybe before I used to be engaged from the start of the game week, whereas now I generally kind of wake up a bit later in the game week when I see what game, what lineups are still alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, this, the follow-up question from Jay was, um, and if so, which I hope you do, which element of Sora do you enjoy the most currently? Do you know something I haven't done and something I don't do anymore? I actually just don't do it. And I used to get like such a kick out of it. Like, I mean, early days, first six months, first year, it was like, like it was probably the my favorite part of the platform. I don't really trade. I never trade. I don't really buy. I don't really sell. I don't like if I look at my transactions on so rare data. If I head over to my gallery transactions, honestly now, okay, apart from winning rewards, I bought a limited of uh, four days ago. I bought another limited for a baseball team six days ago. Outside that, I did a trade with someone who proposed it to me in DMs for a bunch of basketball players. Outside that, I sold Robert Andrick for 0.05 ETH about a month ago. I bought a Julio Rodriguez over, I was back in February. Do you know what I mean? It's like few and far between, honestly. And outside that, it's like giveaways, no buying, no selling. I'm just very like, I'm kind of just accumulating. And I think it kind of coincided with the market dumping a bit. I was just like, I'm happy to just accumulate here, get a load of depth and try and chase ETH and some more prizes and get a load of coins and see what happens. But I don't know, I used to love that and it's not something to do anymore. So that's probably I'm the, the, same. An, the anti answer. You know, the answer was like what do you enjoy the most? That's kind of what, <laughs> yeah. the enjoyment I've lost. But yeah, I, but yeah exactly. I'm, I'm the same and I blame you. Um, oh no. <laughs> but show me the ETH. That was so stressful. Um, oh, yeah. And that was, I used to tra- I used to enjoy trading before that and a wee bit after it, but after it was, oof, just got tired. And uh, But actually, I think it's more just because I'm kind of happy over my gallery than I, than I used to be type thing. So like, I didn't really list many players. Um, like I still trade back a wee bit and, you know, I bought a guy for midweek and that kind of thing, but I know as much. But, but what do I enjoy the most? Uh, Mm. I, I don't know. What I actually enjoy Gap Two Forty, and I didn't think I would. Mm. Um, I'm enjoying when, when Cap Two Forty, Cap Two Forty Super Rare. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying mm. Rare and Limited as well. But the Super Rare is like two hundred quid. Do you know what I mean? That's, aye, that's, that's a fair amount. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that a couple of month, couple of times a month, and you're laughing. I thought I'd struggle with it because let's say I've got quite a small gallery. Now. It's not. It's not small, but like I've got enough rares that that cover that I've got options every week. But when it first came in, I thought, oh, you know, I, I didn't like being restricted. Um, I never enjoyed Specialist. I never enjoyed Underdog. And I thought, you know what, it's just, it's just going to be similar to that. But actually, I, I had it most weeks. Um, and now that, considering the prices of players just now, mm. that one week threshold can get you some cracking players, especially in Asia, where I do most of the shopping. Um, so I, I, I probably enjoy that more. I, I like the challenge of building the teams and yeah, see who I'm going to pick with Osmar. He goes in every week and I just see who else is going to put around him. Osmar um, actually got so, me over my 240 uh, rare oh, threshold this week. Smashed it, like almost 90 points, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, so I'd say that's what I enjoy just now. I, and I'm quite surprised that I enjoy it because I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be 
very poor at it and it's kind of restricted. Yeah. But, Do you know what I'm enjoying more than I thought I would? And there's not even that many uses for them yet. I'm enjoying accumulating coins. I'm enjoying... Because what I'm doing is, you know, I'm actually enjoying my dead lineups that have a DMP goalkeeper that you've got 100 210 coins. points and like, boom, got the coins in the bag, hit the 200. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually enjoying that. And I know it's such a silly little thing that may or may not be worth very much. I actually want to talk about that um, soon. But like, yeah, I'm enjoying that. But definitely i'm not trading as much i think it's just because now i'm at the stage where i've like 226 limiteds 123 rares 51 super rares and three uniques it's just like anyone sends me an offer i just reject it because i can't if it's a limited offer i can't be arsed i just can't be arsed and that sounds so privileged but it's just like i'm not gonna sit and troll through this and work it out if it's for one of the biggies maybe but ultimately i give all them away anyway so i don't know i'm just like any trade offer i get i just go into the trade builder on the when you got your trades on Sodair data, and it just works yeah. it out for you within seconds. Tells you so that's the easiest it. way. Speaking uh, of Sodair data, the in the <laughs> <laughs> they sponsor this podcast. Well done, Hoodwink. So Rare Data, bring this podcast to you. Sign up using the link below for two weeks free at their top tier using code John Nellis, J-O-H-N-N-E-L-L-I-S, or use the link below. I use it every day. I say that every week because it's bloody true. Hoodwink, do you use it every day? Every hour. Every hour, even better. Every hour of the day. <laughs> yeah. So check out So Rare Data. Right, Hoodwink, on to the next one. This is from Mark Alele, but it's a topic. The topic I had it named was Summer is Coming. Kind of like a bit Game of Thronesy, but kind of in reverse. What tips would both of you give to those who are thinking, I should start preparing for next season? Is it too risky with a full transfer window, full summer transfer window ahead of us? Any thoughts? Um... For me, and like Europe isn't really where my knowledge is, so I don't know if it's as wild as Asia can be. Um, <laughs> if it was, if it, if it was the same idea, um, I found it hard this winter, the, the winter break going up for Asia, basically. Um, with transfers that happened, some of the players like had prepped. It was mostly unlimited, where I kind of got. Like a few transfers when I had them, but like uh, Sinjin Ho, he moved from being one of the best players in the game to Incheon, where he still could be, but he's not hitting anywhere near the kind of scores. Mm. Um, so that transfer was, was probably about 20% of the value that he was at this, before the, the transfer happened. Um, so I, I think I like I. I think if I was doing it now, especially in Europe, where I've no really got, I've got knowledge, but like I'm not as. Well, let's pretend you did as... have some sort of knowledge. If you're someone uh, who had, you know, a bit of European knowledge and wanted to get prepped for next season, I would probably try and get people that I know are staying. <laughs> that sounds yeah. easier to say than done, I think. But I'd have people where I'd try. I'd try and get people that I know are just going to be there next season at the team that I'm buying them for rather than someone that could get a move that mm. um, I mean some players like if you're getting someone who goes for a champ Europe to challenge Europe you know you've got you've maybe you're got golden. a better card in your hands but um, but a move could easily go even just moving clubs different styles um, different manager it doesn't always work if you're buying a player for his his XO5 score really and they get a move you know, I, I don't know how you plan for that because 
like me saying just get people that are safe. It's I suppose like Premier League and that kind of thing. You know, some players aren't going to move um, for you know season two season. You know, it's going to be there next season for a lot of players. So that's what I would do personally. I think, but I just don't like uncertainty too much yeah. with my players that I'm buying. The uncertainty is a pain in the arse. What I would do is, I think, if you're, if you're looking at elite challenger performers, you're probably in trouble because a lot of them get moves. We've seen it time and time and time again where top performers end up going to a Bologna or a bloody, I don't even know, like a L'Oreal. And not that they don't really go there. You know what I mean, though? Like a kind of yeah. mid-table team in another league. Like the Bologna always jumps out at me. They always like, try and steal my players or like a Torino. They always want centre-backs. But... I think like the key is, I suppose, picking players that either stay or that have upside even if they leave. So if you're picking a performer who's decent at top tier level, like top five European leagues, you know, maybe they moved to another team in the league, maybe it doesn't affect their situation that much. But you could hit jackpot if they go challenger to like a decent team. Mm-hmm. Um on top of that, I think this will be the first season where we really see it. And I don't know if people I haven't looked at the market, I imagine people are already on it. But I'd be looking at the teams that are likely to get relegated. Mm-hmm. And I would be looking at which players can, have contracts James Ward will Price. stay. Yeah, but I mean, will he stay? That's the question. I mean, you, you could say he's a one-club man, will stay forever. Maybe he is. But equally, will they need to ship wages off? I don't know the crack. I'm just saying. you know. The, but if you went digging around the teams that are likely to get relegated and looked at the players through fan forums or whatever it is, that people reckon will stay for at least a season, massive opportunity there. Maybe the opportunity's already gone. Maybe the price have already spiked. I don't know. But if they haven't, they will in a month. Um, so that's probably what I would do. But... um. Yeah, I just think like another big thing we need to be people need to be aware of, which ninety nine percent of people listening to this podcast probably are, is under twenty three's aging out. You're probably too late for that. If they're aging out in June, it'll be like what is it, July the first? They're out of age. Um, you're probably too late to that party, but they will go down further. Trust me, they will. They always do. Mbappe is one I'm very excited to see. Just I think. Obviously, I do think his price goes down, but I wonder how far it goes down considering he's Mbappe and he's got so long left and he's such a high performer. You know, he won't go as low as maybe the other guys do. But I'm just interested to see what happens to Mbappe because he's been the golden goose for so long. But from going forward, he mightn't be like next season. Will it be Haaland that everyone wants to win? Will it be maybe Haaland's too decisive dependent? What's Haaland's scores looking like recently? Um, Okay, L5 of 83. He's doing all right. Um, Yeah, Haaland just scores for fun, doesn't he? But he really one goal. If he does get a goal or he gets an assist, he's a sixty pointer. Like he's kind of Lewandowski esque. Um, he's not the same mold as Mbappe. But my point is, who's our new golden goose? Probably Haaland. Maybe a Pedri. Maybe like a I don't know Vinicius. I haven't really looked. There's probably someone massive I'm missing there. Player rankings. Is there anyone you want to have a stab at before I pull up the player rankings? In Europe, haven't got a clue. Let me see. Well, it probably yeah, it would be a champion Europe player, wouldn't it? If we go to buy rare value. So rare value wise, and I know scarcity and stuff comes into this for number two anyway, but Mbappe then Vlahovic. Vlahovic, but he's only got forty three rares. I'm looking at rare prices, by the way. Haaland, Vinicius Jr., Wurz, Kvaratskelia, Musiala, Schlotterbeck, Bellingham, Saka, Donnarumma. So Mbappe will be dropping off and he is the front runner by some distance. So I'm just interested to see what happens there. Vinny Jr. He's got years left, doesn't he? He's pretty young still. I think he might be 2025 20, till the age is out. Let me just check. Vinny Jr. Oh, yep, 2025. Um, and he's doing well. He's back on. He's back cooking, isn't he? He went through a wee patch there, but he's back cooking. He's doing well, and Madrid looked great. 
Um, but yes, anything else on that? Are you happy? Nah, I'm happy because I'm not much help with that because I've like, not prepared. I did. I have actually started buying a couple of players now for next season. So again, players that I think will like about Casemiro. Um, mm. It was a steal, by the way, because he's um, he's had his two red cards, so his scores have been pretty poor. But that, I think that's some back now. I've got him for my midweek team. So he's like oh, yeah. he's, one he's player that's picked up. He's back in there ticking along. He he'd be. <laughs> Slamming in scores. I might pick one up. That's the start of my prep. And I've never, I don't think I've ever prepped for Europe because I'm usually not at a stage where I can because I'm still trying to get summer summer players. Mate, so, he's a, and he'll be there. Still, isn't he? There's one ends in seven hours. I'm going to have a look at, I'm going to do a live bid right in the last week. What's he last sold for? 0.08. I'm going to stick a wee bit on for 0.08. I pick up a Casemiro for that. There we go. Confirm bid. My max bid sorted. My current bid. Great. There we are. I'm joining the party hood wink. Um, have you bought anyone else so I can go and put bids on them? <laughs> I'll wait till pump permission. I think the other the ones are... <laughs> oh, they're all Asian, I think. Um, we're like a couple of Scottish players that I've just kept. They are absolutely worthless now for most of them. But the minute, like, John Ewell, for example, he's like point zero three, and he was scoring really late. Like, not really well, but um, he was scoring really decent, and he's so cheap now. Abs are rubbish, like, but, um, but I've got a few Scottish players. Shankland, who since I bought him, I don't think he's scored. Here. Uh, Sorry, I've just had a rat <laughs> mad one. I'm buttoning on you. You just mentioned Hibs. Remember Hybe? Remember that? Uh, I was talking about him yesterday. Why are you? I haven't spoken to that guy in about 10 years. What's going on with him? He's a legend. What's he at now? Still playing. Is he? Still playing. Aye. Haven't heard him. I've heard of him or heard his voice in a long time. Anyway, Aye. sorry, I put it in. You just said Hibbs and I was like, ah, remember, remember that. He's just staying in the background now, isn't he? So. Yeah. Um, cool. Right, next topic. So, and I did put it on you there, so sorry if I cut you off. But oh, no. I was in the middle of looking at the players you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you needed cut off. Um, right, so two things that I want to bring up. <clears throat> First one is i can't even be arsed i got a higher of a reward this week i don't want to bitch about it because i actually didn't really care i do care though but but it do you know what it happened and i was like oh for god's sake really and then i kind of was just like look it is what it is whatever we move and then all the comments gave me the affirmation that yes john you got royally shafted royally um so, for a bit of context, for anyone who cares, I won't rant about this for too long. Uh, we're all sick of people moaning about shit rewards. Like, I know it's not that fun. But I put up 427 points in Champion Europe Rare. I came sixth. And if we have a look at the prize pool that I was in, Tier 1, I mean, you're talking top of that. It's like Allison, Schlatterbeck, Ederson, Mamardash, Philly, Oblak, Sommer, Melier, lots of goalkeepers. Harry Kane, Rashford, Cancelo, Trent. If we go right to the bottom of that, Cody Gakpo, Delict. Balde, Lewandowski, Nubel, Leno, Kamavinga, Leao, it goes on. And I ain't like a Cherkies, Odegaards, Vardials, Gavis. They keep going. And I won none other. I can't even remember his name. Is he it? Has he been taken out of this pool? I'm not joking you. They've took him out of this pool. Oh, no, they haven't. God damn it. Vladimiro Falcone, the US Lecce goalkeeper. 28-year-old Italian goalkeeper for Lecce. 
he could be a future How baller. Depressing is that? And you thought and it was Donnarumma? I was like, it can't be anyone else. It's champion Europe or tier one. I was like, how did Donnarumma get down here? Italian goalkeeper. There's no other Italian goalkeeper I thought would be worthy of being in there. And I got bloody... I forgot his name again. Vladimiro someone. Falcone. 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 Not about that life. Not about he's that not, He's not a great scorer. <laughs> he's a terrible scorer. But anyway, that happened. Um, but Hedrick, I wanted to hit you with one final topic. And I know I've... I try to do three every week, but somehow I've come up with five or something. You got a bit of shit recently, you said, because you sold some limiteds so you could play in, is it the semi-pro? Semi-pro. I, I, I didn't get shit. There was a few comments. And it wasn't about me, it was about why it's allowed. So it wasn't like what? I was getting shit. Yeah. Um, I Basically, it's, it's probably and it's something I agree with as well, because like before I had like 100 limiteds or something like that, I sold them because it was just... I just want to get back to rears and just focus on that. But then I thought, why not just I'll have a wee shot? If you've got under 10 limiteds, you can play semi-pro, which is using four of your commons for your drafts and one limited. So I bought like a Lewis Dunk for, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds or something like Lewis Dunk limited. And I had stealing goals, Matoma in midfield, and then I had uh, Bruno Fernandes and Rashford. So like it's a baller team, but it's commons no. and limited, so anyone can really play it, or as long as you've got ten, under 10 limiteds. And the idea for it, I think, is for progression. So you, you do your freebies in your amateur leagues, and then you step up to semi-pro, and then you maybe go to the, is it the pro, where you need the four limiteds. But at the moment, if you've got under 10 limiteds, you, you can have uniques, but if you've got under 10 limiteds, you can still play it, so... And I, I actually won a reward the first week as well. I won a Jason Steele Limited, who was like 0. 0.018 or something. So I got rid of him to make sure it was under the 10. <laughs> um, so, aye, so I got, um, it was the guy, Ross, that, that commented, how are you playing that? How is that allowed? <laughs> just play the game. Just play the game. Um, so aye, but I agree in terms of progression, I think that should be, Locked off If you've, I think if you've got rares, you shouldn't be playing it because it's yeah, it's meant to be for newbies. Yeah, I really enjoy it though. It's real fun because like my, I bought an MLS one as well. And I've got like got Thiago Almada, I've got Zimmerman, Willis, and then I just bought a Brooks Lennon for a couple of quid, and it's just a, a lovely team to watch, like yeah. to watch highlights and you know catch up on and see the scores coming in. And I didn't expect to win much with it. It's just an extra bit of entertainment, but I'll play it while I can. But I think it's something that, for feedback to Soraya, I actually put in the feedback on Discord saying, just close it off. If you've got the scarcity above, close it off. Keep it for newbies. Um, but for now, I, don't I, hit the player. Hit the game, baby. That was the point. Cause, as I say, the shit wasn't for me. It was like, just why is that allowed? Yeah, and, yeah. And when, when, you know, when it first came in, I would always tell people in the Discord, we get, like, I'm a coach in the Discord now, so we get um, a lot of people coming in just asking questions, what do I do with this, got this amount of money, what should I do? And my advice is always just, or people that are even free to play, that want to do the road to glory and that kind of thing. Stick it, you spend £5 on a limited and you've got a baller team, you can have Rashford, yeah. you can have Almada, you can have Haaland, De Bruyne, like anyone, and your, your common team costing you zero. 
you buy one player. I think one of the first winners there had Tim Ream, who scored a hundred mm. one week and he won. I don't know what he won, but like prizes are pretty good for, for up top as well for spending a few pounds. So for progression, it's great, but I think it should be yeah. probably cut off to, <laughs> to people that are playing with rares and above. Yeah, 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 probably should. But again, if someone has two rares, you don't want to cut it off to them either. But like, I imagine if you have ten rares, you should probably not make it just because you don't have ten limiteds or whatever. Uh, eleven. But even if you've got if you've got two rares, you've probably got more than ten limited. You're probably playing yeah captive forty two twenty. But yeah, what I'm saying all is, the, if all the has a rare, it probably shouldn't cut them off because maybe you want the rare for kickoff and you want to keep your few limiteds and then the spares. Uh, maybe that's uh, the logic. Potentially, if, I don't know. Anyway, I just thought it was an interesting point because it's definitely an, an opportunity for people. Like, if people have mm. 14 limiteds, 18 limiteds, 25 limiteds, and they're not really getting the use of them all, and a load of them are just like, mm. like, of all my limiteds, there's loads of them are random little guys who may or may not mm. ever play. If I sold them all, I still wouldn't be under 10, but there's people who are in a position, I'd say, where they've probably got like six such and suches in case they become good mm. someday maybe if you just cut them down you can go and open up other divisions for yourself and whatever about the yield look at it from an entertainment perspective are you ready for the story of the week hoodwink as long as it doesn't involve rangers getting pumped for celtic then i'm happy it actually doesn't because you're winning the game that's all right it was the day after that i had a lot of mad stuff happen in the last week but people are going to have to watch a lot of that on YouTube over the next couple of weeks. On my main channel, there'll be big videos. But I'll, I'll tell you something that didn't quite make it on camera. So here's a side topic, right? When I'm meeting, now that I'm in like certain circles and stuff, in certain circles, listen to this wanker. Now that I'm like going to like, do you know what I mean? I don't know how to say that. Now that I'm, I'm meeting more celebrities than I've ever met in my life, I'll put it that way. Do you know what I mean? I'm like going and recording things and fuck me, what a dick. I'm doing this and I'm doing that, right? When I tell you about the weekend, you'll get what I mean. Something that I always see people doing is going up and getting their selfies and going up and getting their photos and going up and asking people on camera stuff. But I just think that makes that relationship very transactional from the get-go. And there's a massive imbalance and it's like, you're a wee mate looking for something or something. So I try not to do that. So none of this was caught on camera because I didn't really want it to be. That's why I've mentioned that because I think, I don't know, I think if you use someone to try and get more views yourself, you're just kind of using that person and you're not actually ever going to build a real thing. Anyway, maybe and not that any of these people will ever want the real thing with me, but the Never experience know. at Liverpool VIP or the Legends Lounge was absolutely mental. Like, mental. I don't know how many people were in the room. Maybe 100, 100 people, something like that. Sit down, full meal. The match was kicking off at half four against Arsenal. We got in at about half two and just star-studded. I think it was like John Barnes was there. Ian Rush, there was another Liverpool legend sat at that table. Can't remember who it was. There was some, go I forgot his name, Dutch goalkeeper they had. He had like 100 caps to them in the early 2000s. He did a wee speech. Um, David James was there. Razor Ruddock was there. Paddy the Batty, Paddy Pimblett was there. Um, Lawrence McKenna was there. He's like a big YouTuber guy. There was another couple of like big, stupidly big YouTubers that I'm not a big into the YouTube scene. And then there was like just loads of other f people, just mad to be in that room, right? But there was 10 minutes of my life that I was like, what the fuck has just happened? I tweeted about it. I just have to tell it here because it really was fucking stupid. I stood up to go to the toilet. I went to the toilet and I was taking a piss beside Ian Rush. Just taking a piss beside him. 
I didn't really want to spark up conversation, thought it might have been a bit weird. Washed my hands, whatever else, left, walked back to my table. Paddy the body was sat right behind me, so like two or three feet from me. Um, and his girlfriend had got up and went to the toilet or whatever, so he was kind of sat there on his own with like a muffin in front of him or something. Was it a pie? I think it was at full time, so he had a pie. So I just said, I forget what I said, but I chatted to him and ended up opening conversation and talked to him for probably like five to ten minutes chatting away he's really adhd by the way he looks everywhere all over the gaff but really nice guy bit of crack but like um bit of a laugh have him just chatting away to him and razor ruddock comes over to say goodbye to him because razor ruddock was leaving and he says to me i swear to god he went get out of my way you big viking looking fuck i need to say goodbye to patty <laughs> right and i said what the fuck do you say to me and he like he squared up to me like jokingly like but proper like you want you want some type of thing and I said fucking let's go I've got Patty on my side ha 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 banter banter and uh, then he like gave me a hug say goodbye to Patty and off he went shook my hand and I was like what the fuck has just happened in the last ten minutes of my life and that the reason I bring that up is kind of the name drop I just want a name drop but also more so to say like that is definitely the, the experiences that so rare can unlock that's an obscene ten minutes. Never mind two hours. That's just stupid. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Uh, and that'll be, I have no doubt those tickets will be on sale in the club shop for coins. God knows what they'll cost. But like, that's what So Rare can make happen with their access. And you have to imagine over seasons and as they grow, they get more and more. But like, those experiences can happen at multiple grounds across the globe every single weekend. People were playing with Zidane last week, weren't they? We didn't talk about I've that. I've seen the pictures of that. Aye, that's so good. They really do have a premium level of access. And the more users they get, the more people will want to give them that level of access because they'll get eyeballs on it through the game and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that, that's my story of the week, Hoodwink. I think that's what will come with the coins and that kind of thing. But aye, that's a mad story. <laughs> he's yeah. a big guy as well he, weird. He's, he's actually huge he's lost a lot of weight uh, but he's way bigger than me uh, height wise even <laughs> but anyway back on to you Hoodwink time for some pump permission you're going to pump three players for us now um, ideally but doesn't really matter one that's under 23 one that you think's a bargain and then that. one that can be anyone and I have a feeling we all know what area what region these are going to be from uh, so... I might be tapping away here while you're talking just ignore me I'm not saying they're good at SO5 or anything, but um, for under 23, you've got Huang Jae uh, Won, who plays for uh, Daegu. Will you He's spell right that? Uh, H-W-A-N-G-J-A-E-W-O-N. Oh, Huang Jae Won. Got him. He's, I think he's only 20 or something like that, but young. Yeah, he is. He's got a few years left. Uh, his SO5 scores are in the elite or anything like that. There's no, like... Pumping an under twenty-three player, like it's going to score hundreds every week. But he's slowly becoming one of my favourite players. Uh, I was watching the the Korean Cup games yesterday, as you do, and uh, as you do, and, yeah, as you do. So it was live on YouTube, so it was class. Um, we're playing bottom of the league, bottom of the K two league, and they took the extra time. Uh, but he had a goal line clearance in like the hundred fifteenth minute or something like that. Um, he's on corner as well. Zinha's injured, or has he was yesterday and has been a few times. They get some set pieces. It's just he's a class player. Um, 
I remember at the start of the season, I think Crip bought him because he'd done quite a bit of research on under-23s and found him like, good write-ups about him and that kind of thing. And uh, ah, his qualities, played for Korea under-22, he's got Champions League experience. Um, he's cheap, I bought him today because like, I've been wanting him for a while, but he's always been... Like, he's, not, he's not expensive, he was never expensive, but I was like, I'll, I'll keep an eye on him. And when I was like looking today at the... Uh, just to check his age, see how long he had left. He was like 0.025 that I picked him up first. I thought, I'll grab him. Um, he's under 23. I love him as a player. If he's a five, he can be all right. He can have some good games. Um, yeah. But mainly as a real-life player. Like, just love how he plays. Um, good delivery on the ball. Love it. Ah, so he's, can he's be a decently cap pick. I like it because he's, he's scoring mm-hmm. the occasional 60-plus uh, there. Who's up next? Uh, the bargain is Harrison Delbridge. Harrison he is, Delbridge. He's cheap as chips. He can hit hundreds. And like, Jesus, do you know what? In his last four games, he has a 10, a 64, a 70, and a 90. It's a baller. He's, he's, a, he's just, I don't know, quality centre-back. Um, and if Jin Ho starts to perform... He's in, I'm assuming Jin Ho's in set pieces. If he gets a few more assists, Delbridge could be on the end of them as well. So, for, a, for the price of him, he's like quite a consistent scorer. Plus, he can let the peak scores. I, can, I think he had 100. I don't know if it was this, I think it was this season, maybe late last season. But he's cheapest chips for, for his quality. He is. The rare on the market at the minute, the cheapest one's not point not three. What's his unique going at? Ah, Pavel, get out of here. Um, <laughs> point three for the super rare is definitely overpriced considering the rare. But point not three, I could put a wee bit on one of them because I just think I need a bit more depth for the summer if I'm going to be trying to hit the cap. He's uh, nailed as well, like, and he's a beautiful bastard. His flowing locks. Yeah, he looks. Um, he looks quite. Hand- he looks like a guy I know. But um, <laughs> I'm going to put a wee bit on this for the crack. Go on. Who, who's next? Trade. I was going to check. I was going to double check, but of course the. It was just anyone, wasn't it? Just uh, it was Cecenia, of course. Oh, Cecenia. Okay, so we have to go and buy Cecenia, is it? See his price, like. What's he at now? I'm sure, he never like, plays, does he? He's injured. He's injured just now. He should be back. Uh, this he's hoping to be back and get forty-five minutes of the weekend. Um, and do you know? Just do you want to tell people how you know that? It's your best pals, your besties. He's not even joking. <laughs> They're in each other's DMs. I could pick up a Cecenia. I tested him. It's so cheap, eh? Like, the problem is his fitness. So if he can, if you know when he's going to play, he bangs in, what, 80-plus most weeks. 70-plus, 80-plus most weeks. Mm. He's obviously the main main player for Daegu. The best, one of the best in the league. Um, every, everyone everyone knows him. Like, it's no, it's no surprising pump. I don't even want him, sadly. I'd love to get his rear back, but a fair bit away for that. Um, but in terms of over the summer, there's a few there's a few good strikers and that kind of thing over the summer you should get. But um, nah, he's the obvious choice. Just his fitness that's the worry. Yeah, he's not great for the cap divisions. L fifteen and seventy two. <laughs> if you the best for that, no. you mentioned a few mm-hmm. other strikers. There's any of them that jumps out off the top of your mind? Is there one of them you like? I think uh, Jesus Ferreira. I like. Um, there's 
Pichu Pichu Hernandez. I love oh, I sold him a while now. Ah, uh, you got him as a reward. I swapped I him. him for a Jack Price super rare, and sure, Jack Price is oh. injured again for God knows how long. Is it for the season? Is he? That is rare. Aye. Achilles tendon rupture. Jack, come on, man. Yeah. I think he's I think he's my worst ever rare signing. He's my um, worst ever signing. I, I, he was so good and he's just been riddled, honey. Hope he gets better. Hope he comes back. I mean he's only thirty. Got another couple of years in it. Anyway. There's a few others. A few others in MLS and that kind of thing, but Cezinha's the, the Cezinha's the one. He's the one. Alright. On to so rare R and D research and development, baby. If you could add one feature to the game, what would it be? If I haven't heard it before, you'll get a little pat in the back as well. Um, for this one, I was trying to think of something fun, like a like a some kind of Royal Rumble theme, but it wasn't happening. I just couldn't couldn't get something that would work. So, <laughs> um, something like a maybe like a AA tournament. So the only thing that counts is AA. So you could have a goalie get beat 5-0. Bonus points. And he might finish on 60 points because he's had 12 saves. Um, strikers, you know, your Haaland might be useless because he's got an AA game. But someone like Kim Day one or Gang one, he's not scoring with, he's not scoring just now with a system, but he's still got the AA. Um, so something like that where you need to pick five players and they start on your 35 or 25 Um and I just came to the A rather than decisive. I actually love that idea. I genuinely do. I think that's really fun. My only, can, the only thing I'd say if I was sitting here and I worked for So Rare and you're pitching that to me, I'd go, "Is that not too complex for a new user? AA only and telling a user that goals and assists don't count." They might say, "Why the fuck would I play a game mode where goals and assists don't count?" But there's about fifty other game modes to play. So yeah, I good. think this for us a, nerds, like it's, a specialist. Yeah, it'd be good crack. This would be like the pro level or like the veteran, a veteran mode or something. OG veteran mode. But I like it. I think it's a bit different. I always think I'd love to be able to like pick one player each week. I don't know why or what for, and I don't know what the prizes are, <laughs> right? But I'd love to be able to like pick a player. And obviously the cap's 100 and loads of players will hit 100. So it's kind of like, it's not like there'll be an outright winner. But maybe if you had like a no cap mode, right? Like no cap, like to the score. Like they can score 140, 140.2. Don't know what the highest score ever is. But whoever scores the highest on that week wins a grand prize. Or so rare could look at the type of score that only happens once a season and be like, if you head over this cap, you win the grand prize of three eighth or whatever it is. I don't know. Maybe it's unrealistic. Maybe it's stupid. But I think that'd be fun because it. And I don't know if it works because people aren't going to stick their AA gods. Like, no one's going to stick Kimmich in there. They're going to use him in a real lineup. But then maybe it would take some of the premium cards out of out of competition because people would be going for that. I don't know. That's an idea I have or had this week or had right now. One of the ones I was <laughs> uh, one of the ones I was thinking of was just an uncapped SO5, but it's just a rip off in another game <laughs> where there's no yeah, caps. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But like that would be good. Nathan Ake scored what 100. And- 190 or something recently with the No, he didn't. Aye. You're like, joking. He, when he played for Netherlands, I think. He scored like, 190. That was obviously capped at 100. Bye. I'm not eight, half of like, that. Jesus! Is it 172.9! That must be the highest score ever. What did he do? 
clean sheet. He only got a double-double too. He didn't even get a triple-triple. Nine points in defence for three tackles one. 43 points in possession. 56 accurate final third passes. 80 accurate passes. 14 duels won. And an attack. He had seven attempted assists. My God, I've never seen that. That's absolutely... I don't know if that's a record. I'm sure... I'm sure someone mentioned someone else that was either close or beat that, but he's great. I don't think I compared them, but ah, he's he looks really good, and he's, he's nailed. He's nailed as well, ah, which you wouldn't expect. But so we have a nailed city and Netherlands defender who's rare, who can put up 102 points of AA, and his rare sold today, I think, or yesterday today for 150 euros. I might pick one up. I'm going to pick one up. That's cheap. Premier League players are so cheap. I'm surprised at the prices. Like, the Super some... would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> Let me see. Nathan Ake, what did he sell for? Sorry, I'm like derailing the show here now so that I can like put a wee bit on this. I'm going to trade. You're trusting oh. me with too many players, by the way. No, you know what it is? I've been I like did not make good decisions. <laughs> I've, it's not like I've accumulated like 0.38 over the last few weeks from just thresholds and I've hit the, the Super Rare one twice and stuff. Um, and I, I have purposely not spent it I've been thinking I'll save up for a new Super Rare or something but I keep seeing all these cards and I'm like I just want them <laughs> it's like Pokemon I want to catch them all Aye. anyway listeners questions let me see are there any questions we want to go at we've already referenced a few very early because it's been a semi-quiet week in terms of news um, if you could win any card in the platform that isn't Cecenia who would you choose Ideally, not the most valuable, but a player you love for some strange reason. That's from Two Bob. So, who's your second favorite player? I think I've got a second favorite because, like, Osmar. Like that's the thing. Like some of my favorite players are just you just buy them. Like they're cheap. So, like someone that's probably unobtainable for me for a long time. Someone like Marcus Rashford because I love that guy, and he's expensive and he mm. plays for Man United's my English team. So. Someone like that, I think. It's not a strange reason, really. it's just a, a guy that I'd love to have. Um, so someone like that, I think, would be, rather than like Mbappe and anything like that, yeah. I'd rather, rather have Rashi. But there's not a strange yeah. reason for it, it's just a lovely guy. I think I would love to win a wee Foden, <clears throat> you know? I, and I know he's not, <clears throat> at the minute, the, the best running. I'd love a wee Foden. And I think I'd love a Saka. Just because of like obviously their class, that would be good. Yeah. I'd love to win like a super rare Evan Ferguson. Aye, I'd like to win. See that, that. or uh, is it Collins the defender? I'd like to win one of him, Nathan Collins. His scores have went off a bit of a cliff. Oh, he's been subbing. Mm. Um. Anyway, the next thing I wanted to ask you was um, so rare USA dot Need the full Daegu and Cecenia backstory. So for people who haven't heard of what a hoodwink is before, where did this Cecenia loving come from? Um, Nathan Cecenia, but it was like the Daegu love was um, when I first joined Soraya, I think it was during lockdown or no, no long before lockdown anyway. Um, and Mark was born two years ago in February and there was uh, there was no football on, or not a lot of football on anyway. So when Mark was getting up with me at like five, six in the morning, you know, getting his getting his feed, I'd get up and I'd be like, I'll see if there's any football because that's him up for the day. Um, I'll just sit with him, 
and just see if there's any football on. And for some reason, Dagger were always playing like five in the morning at that time. And I was watching it like on a dodgy stream, zero commentary, zero crowd, just listening to Choi and Ghost screaming. And like I just ended up watching him a few times and like Cezinha particularly, I was like, that guy's a good player, man. He actually makes it enjoyable to watch. So I just started watching them and like I started watching them every week. And then I've probably missed about two live games in two years, like like proper super fan now. Yeah. Um, and Cezinha, I just just wanted to say I'm like I'm really enjoying K League. Like never thought I'd say that. So I messaged them on Instagram. Then I just got chatting about K League and Daegu. And like he absolutely loves Daegu. He's Daegu through and through now as well. Um, and I just got chatting then. He, and, but he's a really, really nice guy. Like he's a genuine guy, and he'll chat away just as normal. And uh, like now, uh, people are like, like message. I get so many DMs. I just like, is he your plane? Like I didn't get, I didn't message him to find out about tour airbase. I just, but I want to know for this weekend. I want to know. Like I'm going to watch a game. Is he going to play? Because when he does play, it's such a different experience watching yeah, Diego. Yeah, yeah. They are a hard to watch team. As much as I love them, they're hard to watch. But like my thing is, are you playing this weekend? You're going to be fit. So I hopefully get forty five minutes. And for me, that's like, right, cool. I'm going to get up with Mark. Mark watch every week. We will watch a game together. So uh, I'll get Mark done. We we'll watch a game, and then also randomly, <laughs> Savinia's mum followed me on Facebook randomly one day. <laughs> so I'm pals with Savinia's mum as well. That's as, as you do. Yeah, that's uh, class. So that's what it is. It was basically when Mark was born, I, he would wake up at. Uh, to feed him and watch Daegu and then we just watch the live games together now and just aye Zinha's the star player he's a good guy aye, no. genuine guy so no, and he I just chats away like a normal person like I pester him like it's not like he's ever going to DM me like hey it's going close up but yeah, like yeah, I'll yeah. pester him and he'll, he'll ha- happy to chat away and we just chat about Daegu chat about the game if he's pissed off, he'll happily say, yeah, I'm pissed off at the referee or pissed off at, you know, my teammates. I created so many chances and they just couldn't put them away. We should have won. So he's quite like honest when he's chatting as well. So I like that. Just, but yeah, he's yeah. just a good guy. But That's class. Look at us two just name dropping here, all our friends, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so Only uh, so rare people know uh, Cedinho. That's the yeah, that's like, true. I was trying to explain to my neighbour and he's, I was like, Cedinho's my goat and I was like, why do you watch Nagin? <laughs> yeah, what are you out of your life? <laughs> <laughs> so a bit, of, a bit of hoodwink appreciation from Dalesy coming in, saying you're a top bloke. And Rob Marshall yeah. says he's getting married on Saturday. How, do you, do, how does he get her to look at him the way you look at Cedinho? Is there a key? Uh, if Rob can bang in 30-yard top corners, then that's all he needs to do. Rob just needs to start scoring 100s, doesn't he? Aye, basically. No more funny about. Simple. Simple. Okay, uh, time for the Cap Cup, Hoodwink. Uh, last week, MLS Card Guy set our new... Now, we've only had Quinny in the MLS Card Guy, but he set the new high score of plus 39. He picked 136 points worth of players and scored 175. Bryce Duke cost him 35 and scored 48. Click let him down, scoring just 28 with a cost of 40. And then Carlos Hill, his big ballsy call, 61 points it cost him, scored 99. So he absolutely smashed it. Um, who are you going to go for, Hoodwink? You have three players. Just before I can say, one of the other questions was from ABC Trades who asked me if I regret being a Discord coach. Oh yeah, I, I was going to serve that one for you. No, I think that's a great one. No, like I, I love it. Like it's a such 
it's such a fun thing today. Like, like before I was even a coach, I would always try and help people anyway. Especially when the Kaylee chat, just chat about Kaylee. But in the, when newbies would come in, I'd try and help. So when they asked me to be the coach, I was like, I says no. <laughs> I've, seen what, I've seen the abuse that they get. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. not worth it. Like, no. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I think it'd be cool to do that. So, and the coaches are great. Like, um, and like they get a hard time. Like, we all get a hard time at times. So, um, but the coaches are brilliant, especially for helping. When new people come in, you kind of want it to be like a nice place to come in. You can ask, there's no stupid questions. Like if someone's asking the same question that's been asked 50 times, to answer the question, try and help people start their journey. So for me, it's quite a fulfilling thing to do, actually. And uh, there's sometimes a bit, a bit of trouble. No trouble, but like a bit of drama. Yeah. And the whole point of the coach's role is to try and keep that kind of to a minimum or keep it under control so it's not getting abusive or personal or um, anything like that. So for me, I really enjoy it. And what the other, the other coaches do, and they're all... They all, they all do loads like for the community and that kind of thing. So I got the coaches. <laughs> had to get the shout out in. Had to get the yeah, shout out in. But it's, it's good. I enjoy. I really enjoy it. Um, no, that's good. Maybe I'm crazy, but it's fun. Right, Cap Cup. I've got. <laughs> oh, I've not got their last fifteen, but um, I've got I'll Edgar Silva. Edgar Silva. <clears throat> for Daegu. Yep. He got a kick in last week, so hopefully he's up for it. Um, I see Edgar Silva. He ha he costs forty two. He's going to score. Yeah, he's going to get might get a double. Okay. Um, Shin Jin Ho. Shin Jin Ho. I think it's back to Shin. It might be Sin. I think it's back to Shin. Shin Jin Ho uh, from Incheon. Aye, he's going to bang sometime. Aye, he's a big. He used to be big big baller, didn't he? Aye, Jin Ho. He just needs. One big game to get back in, I think. So he is costing 56. So he, score he, that. Needs, he needs a big one. Oh, God. I've got Jesus Ferreira as well, so I've got some big scores. Jesus Ferreira, okay, so that's 57. He's going to cost you, but no, there's no there's no cap. You can you can pick, you can go as mad as you want. 57. 80, 80, 90 plus. So that's yeah, actually costing more than MLS card guys did, and he had Hill. Carlos Hill. So you're you're coming out strong. Yeah, fifty six, fifty seven. What's that? One hundred and thirteen plus forty two. So we're looking at one hundred and fifty five. Have I just said something stupid? I can't even be arsed. My head's up my arse. No, um, that's too much. That's, that's well, look, you've picked them. Nah, you're probably right. So let's hope they come through. Jesus Ferreira. So look, I best of luck. Time to check them. I hope there's no blushes next week, Hoodwink. Um, I also love that you went to the effort to try and dress up as your wall, which is brilliant. Um, <laughs> trying to blend in, that. is it? <laughs> Never noticed that. <laughs> Leftover wallpaper. I hate this wallpaper. Who made a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> this is a messy office. So like, she, she decorated it. I was like, I hate I love it. I actually like it. I like it. I love yeah. a lot of green. Yeah, I like a lot of plants around. I so, green. I, I love green. Maybe it's the Irish in me. But anyway... Jungle. Hoodwink, people can find you on Twitter um, at, is it SR Hoodwink? I think it's Hoodwink1983 now. Okay, Where, where's SR Hoodwink come from my head? Is that your like... I think I changed it from that. Discord name? Okay, so Hoodwink1983, uh, hashtag UTL, he's one of those. So there we I'm go. The we filled our loyal quota for the month. Good, um, good man. All right, see you later. Pleasure. Cheers. <laughs>